What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Black Table Presents Talk Black to Me, a podcast designed to be a safe space where all members of the diaspora to express their feelings on topics concerning the black community. Um, you guys, I am so, so, so severely, severely apologetic for my absence. Um, I had went on a hiatus due to mental issues that I was dealing with with myself. Um, depression is real. Depression is a mental illness that cripples people in our community. Um, more, some more than others. And this time, um, depression was winning. But I'm starting to shake back, you guys. But I had to break my silence. I just had to break my silence. Um, not only am I outraged, but our community, our world, our country, our people, we are outraged and we are tired. We are stressed out and we cannot take any more. Um, today, um, we'll be discussing, um, y'all, this is hard. This is hard to talk about. Um, almost two weeks ago. I was sitting at my dining room table, already feeling low, already feeling broken, already feeling hurt. I log onto my Twitter. I'm scrolling through my feeds as normal, and I saw a video that has broke my heart time and time again to be a 30 year old African American man in the United States to sit in my home and to watch another black man be murdered in broad daylight with no concerns for his life has shaken me to my core I am mad, I am heartbroken, I am scared, I am shaken, and I do not know how to feel. But I knew at the moment when I watched George Floyd, a black man cry out for his mother, knowing that his life is about to slip away from him because a white police officer had his knee plunged in his neck for nine and a half minutes, shook me to my core. To sit and watch one human being have complete disregard from another human being's life like that has stolen a peace of mind from me that I will never be able to regain. Um, And at this point, I'm, I'm fed up. Um, last Saturday, um, they demonstrated protests in the capital of Arkansas where I reside. Um, I did not attend that march because I was at work, but I did have several friends on the front lines marching for the cause. We are outraged. We are tired as a people, and we will no longer stand in silence. Our voices will be heard, whether it will be heard silently with protests or if we have to burn down Master's house to get our point across. This has to end. Police brutality has to end. 
But the disregard for the lives of minorities in the country of the United States has to stop. We are the people. We are people that have helped build this nation. We are raising children in this nation just like everyone else. And things have have to change. You know, I started my podcast as an outlet for people to gain understanding. And right now, I have complete misunderstanding on how people cannot care about other people's lives. People walk around and say black lives matters, but then our counterparts rebuttal with all lives matter. But if all lives matter, black lives would matter. Brown lives would matter. Chinese and Asian lives would matter. Muslim lives would matter. Arabic lives would matter. Not just the lives of young Caucasian kids. Not just the lives of Caucasian women and Caucasian men. But the lives of African Americans, the lives of Muslims, the lives of the Israelites, the lives of the Asians, the lives of the Arabic. All lives, if you say all lives matter, all lives should matter. Then you should be as equally as outraged and knowing that people who you share space and time with, lives are being taken unjustly and nothing's being done by it. Nothing's being said. These people's voices will never be heard. Since these people's voices will never be heard, I choose today to speak out. This is wrong and this is not, this will not be acceptable. You've already taken our people from our land. You've taken land from other people. You have stolen the lives of others and created a narrative for them that they did not ask for. And it is unjust and it is unfair. You guys, I'm going to leave this unedited because I want you guys to really understand that this is how I truly feel. At first, I wasn't going to say anything because I was like, this is another incident. This is just another incident. But you guys, honest to God, I don't know what happened four seconds after I had to watch George Floyd crowd for his mother. His mother who was already deceased. Um, I feel like um, first off, all mothers should be outraged at this point to watch a child crowd for his mother. Do you know how broken and how small and how hurt and, and the fear that you have to feel as an adult man, an adult black man, especially who's already taught to be emotionless, who's already taught to not show any signs of weakness for a black man, a black man fearing that his life is about to slip away to call out for his mom, his mother to come for his rescue, knowing that she's already dead. My heart was broken. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to heal from that. My heart was broken. The hearts of mothers across the country should be broken. The hearts of sons across the nation should be broken. Do people have no compassion? Do people have no heart? And for the other three officers to sit back and allow that man to take that man's life makes me fearful for my own. This is crazy, you guys. This is crazy. This is not right. Something has to be done. 
So, I stand with you guys. Continue to protest. Continue to stand and vocalize your feelings. Continue to say what's right and wrong. Don't be silent. Speak out. Because our voices need to be heard. The tears of a black man need to be heard. And somebody needs to be there to comfort them. Show them that they are not alone. Because black men in the United States, we feel alone. Even when we're surrounded by hundreds of people, we feel alone. Because we're the most endangered species in the United States. And we know that. And every day we have to wake up and smile and be happy and live for not only ourselves, but our loved ones, our children, our families, our mothers, our brothers, and our sisters. No one knows what it's like to grow up as a black man in the United States with a black man. To feel like you've been holding your breath your entire life. Just waiting for a moment to exhale. And then for a brief moment you exhale. And that joy is taken from you. Because you can't live in that joy because others don't understand you as a person. Well I say it's enough. We've had enough. No more do we sugarcoat the things that we want to say. No more will we stop and not be ourselves. No more will we not express our hurt, our anger, our joy. The the voices of black men need to stop being silenced. And today I chose to use my voice and I will continue to use our voice. If I have to be the voice for every black man, I will do that. We deserve peace. We deserve happiness. We deserve to go out and find love and have children and to know that our children' lives will be safe, that they don't have to go out and worry about injustice and prejudice and racism, that they don't have to worry about one day being walking home from school with your white friend and having their white parents see you And her father threatened you and say, hey, don't ever let me see you walking with my daughter again, you little nigger boy. Because that was my first experience. I was only 10. I was 10 years old. I barely knew what racism was. Notice I said barely. But to have that thrown in my face at 10, my life was forever changed. I was woken. I went home and I spoke with my grandmother and my grandmother had to sit and tell me the the harsh, gruesome truth of what life really is in this world. And it changed me. Being a black man in America is like walking on eggshells for your entire life. And it's unfair. And I had to sit and watch that man lose his life. And it reminded me of how unfair life really can be. So you guys, I just ask that you guys take this episode, this moment, this me speaking my piece. Um, take it to heart. Be encouraged. Remember, you guys, when you go out and protest, protest peacefully. That doesn't mean be silent. Let's just do it peacefully. Going out into the communities where you live and burning down businesses 
and burning down homes and burning down churches and buildings and inciting riots isn't helping. It's hurting our communities, you guys. You have to understand that these places like Target and Walmart and all these places that we're rallying up against, they employ our people. Our people work there. You have cousins, you have brothers, aunts and uncles, moms and dads that work at these places to have children at home that they have to provide for. So before you take that time and you destroy that building or you burn down that business, remember the people that that, that affects. It's not just you. It's not just you. Now you've taken the money and the provisions from a mother to provide for her children. Now it's another black child unfed. But standing your grounds, taking a knee, vocalizing how you feel, I commend you guys. And I ask that you guys continue to do that. And I will stand with you. I will support you. I will yell and scream with you, beside you. Hold your hand and we'll walk those streets together. Because our voices need to be heard. On that note, I'm going to end this. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys can always find find me on um, the Black Table LLC on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can follow me personally at Bit My Name Willie or King Facts. Um, also, um, if you are listening, be sure to download the Anchor app. It allows you to um, create podcasts and it streams on major platforms, and it's so easy, you guys. It's so so easy. Um, also. You know what? I have nothing else to say, you guys. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the, the Black Table Presents Talk Black to Me. And as always, be black, be beautiful, be prosperous, and always remember to talk black to me.